Hello, everyone, and welcome to HCS Pro Talk, your weekly Halo eSports podcast. This is episode 23 for the week of June 5th, 2018. My name is Josh, a.k.a. JK Fire, and today I'm joined by, in a work shirt, Will, a.k.a. Mr. Mayhem. Will, how are you today? Um, I'm all right. I'm all right. I'm hanging in there. It was a long day of work. Yeah? Yeah. But you're past it. I'm past it. We're here. We're talking some Halo. That's all that matters. Yes. Will. Yeah. What do we always start the show off with now? It's housekeeping. It's housekeeping. That's right. Housekeeping. Um, <laughs> so it, let's tell a little bit of a story oh, here before we get into it, because this is worthwhile. Okay. We always ramble a little bit at the beginning of every show. This is our ramble segment. All right. So Will, he was so excited. Like you could see the shimmer in his eyes and i'm not fucking kidding when i say this i got over here at a recording space and will's like dude check this out what do you think about this for a sound bite and i'm like okay and will explain what it was again so it was the sound of like a spray bottle and then wiping glass so it made like the the, the squeaking sound on the glass from the rag sure Josh didn't think it sounded like that. It sounded like you were scratching a record. So here's what we're going to do. Will, I'm going to give you the opportunity to take five seconds of me being silent to then put this sound clip in so that all the listeners out there can determine whether or not we keep it or we move on. Fine. So I'm going to be silent. Okay, Will's going to put that sound clip in. You should have heard it by now, listeners. Let us know on Twitter, Facebook, email, Xbox Live message. I don't give a shit. Let us know if you think we should keep it. They're going to keep it just to, just to spite me. Yeah, that's fine. I don't fucking care. For if the they fact want that it, they it want sounds it. weird. Yeah. See, maybe I'm just, maybe it doesn't sound weird. Maybe I'm just not used to hearing that. I don't fucking know. Yeah. It just sounded like somebody was scratching a record, which isn't a bad thing. It's just like, it sounds like you're going to drop some mad fucking bars on that shit. Going to drop some mad house cleaning. <laughs> housekeeping. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, let's get into the actual housekeeping. Yeah, yeah. So if you guys did not know, we had our first ever official community play date happen last Friday. The first, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and to us, it was a major success. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, we fun. had a fun, fucking ton of fun. It was great. So um, we're going to shout you guys out as well later on in the show, but... Thank you guys for coming out and playing with us. Uh, Scud Puddle, Woo Pockets, Garibay 12, Daniel Daybreak. I'm going to call you Slay. Sentai Slay? Sure. He already he said it during it, too. And I should have re- like I should have asked him exactly how you pronounce it, but I'm a moron, so there you go. Big Bad Basshead or Basshead. I think it's Basshead, right? I would go Basshead. Yeah. And then Mr. Alpha as well. Thank you guys for joining us. We hope you had fun. This isn't the last one we're going to be doing. So stay tuned for when we announce the next one. Um, next up, just a reminder that tickets are now on sale for uh, New Orleans. The event, the MLG event, Halo and Gears together. Spectator and team passes are currently available. There will be a link in the show notes. Go check it out. If you want to compete, if you want to spectate, buy the tickets. Simple as that. And last but not least... Because we had our community playdate, this must mean that this was fixed. User-created content within Halo 5 appears to be accessible once again. 
You can download maps, game types, screenshots, clips, whatever it may be. Everything seems to be fine there. That's it for housekeeping. Will, what do we actually start the show off with? Rostermania! All right, we have some roster mania, and yes, we have teams to talk about today. Hell yeah. So, coming out of South America, Mexico, and Australia, we have nothing. Um, out of the EU scene, we have a team calling themselves Online Warriors, composed of Moe's, Snipe Drone, Quad, and Sosnike. Sticky, yeah. That's good shit. Next, we have a team, still out of EU, Placeholder, called Placeholder. It's a placeholder of a name, um, which is Respectful, Kimbo, SLG, and Tupaxe. Next, we have Vex Gaming, which is Riot, Jimbo, Lonnie, and Ramirez. And Authority EU, which is Batchford, Fable Speed, Havoc, and Morga. Fabe Speed. Fabe. Sorry. It's okay. I always mess one name up, so there, there it is. Or, f- yeah, I think or that's more. what it is. <laughs> Whatever. Out of North America, we have a no-name, no-org team with Kratos commonly in Suspector currently looking for a fourth. We also have another no-name, no-org team, which is Boobadoobu, Arctic, Demon D, and Spartan. Another no-name, no-org team, which is Soul Snipe, Druck844, Septify, and King Nick. And a free agent at this time is Ace. His tweet will be included in the show notes. So, question to ask you here. Yeah. Renegades is obviously no more because Ace is a free agent. Yeah. Okay. Wise Gaming is no more because I believe Demon D was on the Wise Gaming roster for Worlds. And then, oh, what was the other one? Elevate? Yes. Thank you. Because Arctic. Arctic was on was on the previous Elevate squad. So the organizations might still be around. We don't know yet because nothing's been announced. But those previous teams are now currently split up. Yes. So we'll just have to wait and see what happens. And that's going to do it for our roster mania this week. But you know what it doesn't do it for? Our Will's Adventures Within the Halovers! Okay. So, uh, I, I lied last week because I didn't play any Halo. <laughs> Hence why Josh said at the beginning of the show that I'm still in a work shirt. My day went about uh, two and a half hours longer than usual, which I had carved out to play Halo before we recorded the show. Are you telling me you didn't play again? Again, man. I, I'm ashamed. <laughs> I should be kicked out. I should just put the headphones down and walk out right pretty now. Pretty much, yep. All right. That's pr- that's pretty much the extent of it. You're out of here. We'll see you All later. Right. When you, uh, you can come back when you beat Halo 2. Okay. And then once that's done, we talk about it. You can come back when you beat Halo 3. I only get to be on the show when I complete a Halo that's, game. <laughs> yep. Or at least play one. Jesus Christ. Yeah, my bad. At least we, we had our community play date. I played I did play some Halo. It's true. So that's a plus. It's a plus. We'll take it. Okay. All right. All right. Thanks, man. Yeah. I mean the listeners probably won't, but no. I'll take it. That's fine. Give me all the flack you want on Twitter. I Please don't care. Do. Please do. Send all of the hate towards him. Because I had to get his ass a G Fuel tub. Granted it was free. Speaking of which, buy one, get one free, tub sale, uh, G Fuel. It's great. We're not sponsored. 
yet. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> no, but seriously. It's only, like, it's the best time to buy. Seriously. So good. Um, so, yeah, you got your tub. Congratulations on winning the bet. Yeah, thank you for yeah. um, following through. Thank you for letting me I, know about the deal. Yeah, I, I didn't. I wasn't expecting you not to follow through. I just, I appreciate it. No, it's okay. I'm an asshole. It's understandable. Okay, so you didn't play any Halo 2. No, I'm... You're going to, I'm though. I'm going to. Okay. Well, here's the thing. Well, what's... Oh, oh, oh. I have a week of vacation coming up during E3. Yeah, but during that week is E3. Right. But the oh, wait, you took off more than that, though. I took off the whole week. Oh, shit. So I'm going to have some downtime do some major Halo playing. Hell yeah. That sounds awesome. Maybe two and three within that week. Ooh. Finish I mean, three is real quick. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. And you're playing on normal, right? Yeah. Yeah. Three is real quick. Okay. You'll be fine. Sweet. No doubt. I'm holding you to it now. All right. So for the record, not next episode. So not episode 24, but episode 25 is what we're saying. 25 have three done. That's That sounds like a good benchmark to have Halo Well, not three even done three by. done. Just like you're going to play more. Yeah. Okay, good. That's what I want. Yeah. Okay. You know, I like I had planned to play today. It's just... Well, uh, I got to give you baby steps, all right? Okay. Okay. All right, man. Good shit. Let's move on. That was a long segment for you not actually playing anything. <laughs> That's great. great shit. I love it. All right. Will, what do we got next? It's the news. The news indeed. First and foremost, ladies and gentlemen, Action Sack is back within Halo 5. There's a tweet. Minotaurs, Prop Hunt, Rift Ball, and more make a comeback this week as Action Sack returns to Halo 5 for a limited time. So go ahead and get your fun on. That's what I'm going to say. Next up, the HCS 2018 playlist has been updated for the new season. All new Forge maps, Oddball, weapon spawning updates, and more. Let's read it. This is posted over on HaloWaypoint.com by official HCS on May 29th, 2018. And I quote, Since the Halo WC 2018 finals, we've been hard at work alongside the community to update competitive settings for the upcoming season of the Halo Championship Series. To get caught up on the latest info, you can read up on our goals and current issues we're addressing at the link they provide. Forge Maps info here, and the latest addition to the stable of Forge Maps at the link they provide. Overall, the process has resulted in a in several changes that we hope will improve overall gameplay flow while adding variety to the tournament landscape for competitors and players alike. Before we continue, we want to offer a sincere thank you to the forgers of all the maps we've tested, as well as both the pro and amateur communities for joining Strongside in his daily playtests that have shaped everything thus far. With that, let's jump right into the latest news. Refuge by Pwn Jones. That's a good great name. fucking name. That's a really good name. Oh, man. Right up there with Too Foxy. Too Foxy. That was, that was sensual. Ooh. Yeah. What you just did there was very <laughs> sensual. We're I hope excited. you all enjoyed that. I, I enjoyed it. We're excited to officially confirm that after extensive updates and playtests, Refuge, remake of the legendary Halo 2 map Sanctuary, will make its way into the upcoming season of the Halo Championship series. Refuge will be played on Slayer and an updated Capture the Flag variant, more on that later, both of which hit matchmaking today. Well, the 29th of May. But that's enough from us. Let's hear from Pone Jones about the map. And I quote, My name is Brendan Jones, a.k.a. Pone Jones, and I'm a graphic designer from Lexington, Kentucky. I started working on this map all the way back in February of 2017. 
I spent a lot of time researching, testing, and comparing and scaling to get everything just right for Halo 5, but also making sure the map stayed true to the original. It's come a long way since then, and I'm beyond excited for it to be considered for HCS play. It's been a labor of love, and I can't wait to watch pros play it on it and finally get some sweaty games going myself. See you on the battlefield. Fuck yes. It does play great, by the way, and it does look great. So, Pone Jones, nice job. I like that he's been working on it for over a year. Right, it's, and it almost didn't make it. Yeah, it was but close. the pros were so vocal about it that they're like, yeah, because it's fucking good. Mm-hmm. And they kind of know what they want to play on because they know what's good. So, there you go. I th- I'm glad they listened to the, the pros on that one because I, I can understand uh, a dev team or someone who's looking at it getting too um, narrow-sighted in on what they want and not sure. kind of expanding. So, I'm, I'm glad the pros spoke up and got that added. That's what it sounds like, yeah. CTF time return HCS. Capture the enemy flag. Flag at home to score is disabled. Proximity return is disabled. During the early stages of refuge testing, it quickly became clear that the standard CTF rule set would not play well for the map given its size and open layout. Since last week, we've been playtesting various CTF rule sets to better suit the map, but have also been thinking about how we clearly explain the differences for viewers and players alike. First, let's jump into the mode itself. Here's what's changed. Flag at home scoring is off. Flag return time is 12 seconds. And near flag return influence is 1x, which means... It's not there. Longtime fans of competitive Halo should be familiar, should be very familiar with this rule set, as it's very similar to what has been on Sanctuary in Halo 2. It's for Dreamhack in Halo Reach, as well as Shrine in, in Halo 2 Anniversary. For those less familiar, when your flag is away from base, you won't be able to simply slay the flag holder and stand on the flag to return it. When a flag is down, a 12-second timer will start, and only when that timer hits zero will the flag return back to your base. You'll want to defend the flag, though, as your enemy will stop at nothing to pick it back up. Allowing them to do so will restart that 12-second timer, meaning you'll have to continue to defend a bit longer. For viewers at home, prepare for epic flag relays and clutch moments from both teams fighting for the flag. Another key change is that your flag does not need to be at home to score, so once you've brought the enemy flag back to your base, don't hesitate to capture it. Hell yeah. I think things are going to be a lot more fast-paced now that we don't have flag standoffs anymore because that's well, exactly what it's going to be. What worries me about that is we did see some three-minute CTF games. Sure. But well, what we were doing, though, was three out of the four of us were sitting in the back of our base. Yeah, it was all defense. We, we played defense the whole game. We got two flag caps up. We t- The game tied after overtime. But the reason why that happened is because we just sat back the whole time. As soon as we were up two caps to one, we stayed back. Then they got their second cap and it just stayed that way. We didn't push. Well, we didn't have a coordinated push. That's a better thing to say. Maybe if we had a coordinated push, things would have gone differently. But I didn't want to give them the opportunity to come back and grab ours. You know what I mean? And just for reference, we are talking about our community played it on Friday when we tested these maps. Correct. So, yep. um... Yeah, I stayed in the back of the base almost the whole game while because I was on the opposite team of you. That's right. And I let those two push, and I played defense. Yep. So, so that that almost made you guys sit back and play defense. I was gonna say there were I stayed in the back, and then there may have been one other person with me as well. Yeah. Because I know it was two people pushing, but it was it was always we'd always get one or two dead, and mm-hmm. that was where it stayed. Yeah. So poor move on my part to not actually push. 
but I didn't want to give you guys satisfaction of getting another flag cap. So that's where that stayed. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. All right. Matchmaking update. Last week, we updated the HCS playlist to remove Spartan Charge and Ground Pound, and we've just released another update today, as in May 29th. Here's what's changed. Echelon Oddball has been added. Fisher Oddball has been added. Eden Oddball has been added. Refuge CTF has been added. Refuge Slayer has been added. Regret Slayer has been removed. And Fathom CTF has been removed. So they just took it out. If you're wondering why Regret Slayer has been removed, here's why. While playtesting, we received a lot of great feedback about Refuge Slayer, and it quickly became a favorite during the sessions. We knew it was something we wanted to add, but overall, we want to ensure the total number of maps and modes in the tournament rotation isn't too big. With the addition of Oddball, we've already increased that number from last season, so we, we knew Refuge Slayer needed to replace one. Additionally, Slayer on Regret was one of the least liked game types from the community, which made the decision to swap it out an even clearer one. So if you haven't been keeping trap at home... Here's the final map and mode rotation going into the HCS for next season. Slayer will be played on Coliseum, Plaza, The Rig, Refuge, and Truth. Capture the Flag will be played on Truth, Coliseum, and Refuge. Oddball will be played on Echelon, Eden, and Fisher. And Strongholds will be played on Eden, Empire, The Rig, and Plaza. Finally, as we outlined in our first settings update, we're looking to make adjustments to Scattershot and Shotguns to reduce their impact in matches. Through the various playtests held, we've decided to increase the weapon respawn time from 20 seconds to 60 seconds. That's a big fucking change. Big change. Overall, the weapons should see less time on the maps. We did explore placing them on weapon pads like the Sniper Rifle or Rocket Launcher. However, weapon pads have spawn influencers, so players don't spawn on top of these coveted and highly contested weapons, which cause spawning and flow issues. As we continue to polish the three Forge maps in time for the season to start, we want your feedback. Specifically, we're looking for feedback on frame rate and any other bugs and glitches or unexpected behavior. The more detailed the feedback, the quicker these issues can be ironed out. Screenshots and game clips are also very helpful. If you spot an issue, please be sure to leave a post in the official thread that's linked in the article in the HCS forums. You may have already seen Echelon and Fisher in action while matching while watching pro player streams, but let's hear from the Forgers themselves. Echelon by Squally De Beans. Another great name. Echelon has been a pet project of mine dating all the way back to Halo Reach when I started forging, and is my most worked on design. It has gone through seven or eight iterations over the years, each one offering unique experience and building on what I learned from the previous versions. The Halo 5 version is unique in the fact that it has more vertical overlap and intersecting pathways than any other version before it, all to accompany the Halo 5 movement mechanics and sandbox. It is truly an honor to have this map added to the HCS after the long journey it has been on. I only hope everyone who plays on it is, has as much fun as I've had designing and playtesting it. And then we have Fisher by Negative Zero. Fisher is just over a year old and is actually my most recently completed map. I only started forging competitive maps in Halo 5 and I've applied everything I've learned about competitive level design into this map. To have Fisher actually make it to the HCS rotation is beyond a dream come true. The experience has been amazing and I'm eager to tackle the next project. While all three Forge maps are going into matchmaking today, May 29th, the polishing phase will continue to in parallel through StrongSide's daily playtests. As the end of the process, the HCS playlist will be updated once more with the final Forge maps. There you go. It's fucking sweet. They finally added them. It's good to see. It's good to hear. Next up. Though the news. Josh tweeted out. Not me. But 
the one with the last name that I always fuck up. The aforementioned changes to the CSR update have gone live. For the for this season, this will be much more fair to solo players, and those who have been carried will find their CSRs dropping until they are correct. And then there are details. Um Is it Josh Menke? Menke? Is that Menke. what it is? I think that's how we would say it. I'm sorry, I'm looking at it right now. No, go that's good. That. I thank you. I think it's Menke Menke. I'm going to fucking, I'm going to accept that. All right. I'm going to accept that. And then I think we already talked about this article because it says from May 21st. So it goes back to the May 21st article about MMR and yes. um, the CSR eventually leveling out. Oh, here's the update to the article. The changes to the CSR update to bring it more in line with the player's MMR and our live. With this change, CSR will go up plus 15 on a win as long as MMR is also going up. True skill 2 agrees with this increasing skill. Players will also lose negative 1 if their CSR is below their MMR when they lose. This way, players who end up with losses despite high performances will quickly regain their lost CSR and keep their CSRs representative of their actual skill. Sweet. So even if you lose, if you did well, you're going to be fine. Cool? Likewise, players with overestimated CSRs will lose negative 15 on a loss as long as their MMR is below their CSR, but still gain plus 1 on a win. This prevents and undoes the negative effects of CSR inflation that tend to happen when a player is carried or participates in a win even though they perform poorly. So, oh, you, wow, you just pointed at yourself. I always get carried. Oh, no. Well, hey, now, now your rank should be more indicative of your actual skill based off of what this article is saying. Right. Hopefully that's, that's the fact. That's why I've been, I've been playing solo. So there you go. Get, get my rank leveled out. Good movie, by the way. Solo? Yeah. Yeah. I liked it. It was great. It was really good. I liked it more than Rogue One. You don't agree with me. I don't. That's fine. I'm an action movie fan. There's a lot of action. Yes. Solo had a lot of action. That droid's fucking amazing. (laughs) Very funny. Yes. See Solo if you haven't already. Um, Not a sponsor. (laughs) Obviously. The changes will slowly move everyone towards where they should be but may not fully correct the inflation and deflation by the end of the season. Next season, all players will place 200 CSR behind their MMRs instead of 100 because the new system converges much faster. In addition, no one will start above 1700 CSR. This this will result in next season having some of the most accurate visible ranks we've had in Halo 5 to date, just more than three years after the game fully released. I added that last sentence there. Holy shit. We know these changes will feel frustrating to players with inflated CSRs, but feel that the benefit of the ranks reflecting actual skill are important. They ensure you know how much you can still improve, and they also send the right message to your opponents at the end of a match. Currently, PGCRs... What? The fuck is that? Are showing matches that look much less fair than they actually are. This will improve that greatly. PGCR? What's PG? It's not parental guidance. Nope. <laughs> what the fuck is this? Who knows? They're just throwing some random terms at us now. I'm so confused. PG. Oh well. Oh well. Dude, I have no fucking idea. Okay. Um. Yeah. You can go ahead and read the rest of the article if you want to. Uh, there's some other interesting factoids in there. I'll leave it at that. Will's falling asleep in the seat, which means you guys are probably falling asleep as well. Next news story couple heartbreaking ones, as a matter of fact. Well, we're going to talk about this a little bit deeper as well. So first and foremost, strong side, 
who has been doing these play tests has officially left 343 Industries and is moving on to bigger and brighter things. So I'll read the tweets and then we'll talk about it a little bit. So this is again from Mike uh, Kavanaugh, strong side on Twitter. And I quote, the experience at 343 I've had over the past four, Jesus Christ, I did series don't just don't. Okay. We're not doing this right now. And I quote, the experience at 343 I've had over the past four years has given me countless great memories. I've decided to take a break, recharge, refresh, and embark on a few new uncharted adventures. I'll still be casting, so I'll see you all in New Orleans and London. Thanks for everything. This journey started with me with playing Halo CE split-screen 2v2s gathered around a heavy 27-inch rounded CRT TV. It continued with 16-player LAN parties and far too much pizza, all while the passion and desire to be the, great, the best grew inside me. Halo 2 came around and all of a sudden conquering the leaderboards was my main goal, until a friend from school told me about something called MLG. This is where my life changed course. Traveling, al- traveling around the world, making lifelong friends, practicing for countless hours, studying gameplay, and competing against the very best. Eventually, this life of competition led me from playing the game I love to actually helping shape its future. Joining 343 to continue to work on a series I had played since the very beginning may have seemed at first like nothing but a distant dream, but it quickly turned into an intense and exciting reality. I've learned so much from the crew here, and I'm incredibly thankful to each and every person who has taken time to teach, collaborate with, and inspire me. Thanks again, and I'll see you right after the break. So... It doesn't look like he's leaving, leaving. It literally just looks like he's taking a break. But sure. for all intents and purposes, he's not working on anything Halo related at this time is what it seems like. Could it be that he's just taking a break? Halo 6 will release and he'll come back when the competitive scene needs him. That seems fair. Yeah. Yeah, that seems fair. I hope he comes back. Me too. I'm it's- glad that he'll be casting. That's fucking awesome. Yeah, we'll still get to see him. Right. That'd be great. He's not gone yet. No. He's not riding off into the sunset quite yet. <laughs> Riders on the storm. Um, You heard that song before? Yeah. It's a great fucking song. Yes, it is. There's a killer on the road. Okay, we're going to be copyrighted. So, next news story. Another heartbreaking one. We already talked about Strong Side taking a break. Bravo. Has officially left 343 as well. Goodbye, Barvo. This was posted on HaloWaypoint.com by B is for Bravo. In other words, Bravo, aka Barvo. May 30th, 2018. <laughs> Do you know that meme? No, I don't. Oh, you need to. Oh, my God. Okay, you know what? Before I read this article, fun fact for you. Um, when this was announced that he was leaving, when he announced that he was leaving, if you would have gone to Reddit, r slash Halo, all of the the headers. icons and the, the header, yeah, yep. but the icons for all the posts were Bravo's face. Oh. Yeah, it's great. Okay, let's read this. And I quote, hey friends, more than 16 years ago, I started playing a game that would shape my career. Friendships, where I call home, and much, much more. Since those first games of 8v8 Blood Gulch Gulch CTF, I've been lucky to have competed in tournaments, 
coached and managed some great teams, created a stint of ridiculous videos, and worked on a number of projects here at 343. Though Halo became a career, it has been and always will be a passion first. After five years of 343, I've decided to take some time to spend with my family back on the East Coast and also work on a few projects of my own. The decision to leave a job and team I love to take on some new challenges wasn't an easy one, but I'm happy to say that I won't be going too, too far and will still be casting Halo Esports events moving forward. Halo in this community will of course still be a huge part of my life, and I can't wait to see everyone in New Orleans, London, and more events in the future. I'd like to thank every one of you for so many great years of feedback, debate, banter, laughs, memes, events, and good times. I am so grateful for the experiences I've had for every single conversation with fellow Halo players about game features, specifics, nuances, design philosophies, things they love, and things that could be better. I'm thankful for the support from so many here at 343 and in the community who have helped me grow and also become close friends. I'm thankful for the chance to have played a small role in the Skate franchise, an opportunity that I took very seriously as I walked through the studio doors each morning. Thank you all. While this chapter is coming to a close, I'm quite excited to return as a member of the community and join you in looking forward to future Halo games together. This isn't a goodbye, just to see you soon. New Orleans in July, to be exact. Bravo. So yeah, again, still casting, which is great. Yep. So not officially gone, gone. Just to see you later, like he said. Yep. Again, wishing him the best in whatever he decides to do next. And don't worry, the memes will still be fresh with Barbo. can guarantee you that. The right. world will never let that go. All Nor right. should they. It's great. Last news story of the day. Or the week, I guess you could say. Unless something else breaks that I don't fucking know about. Because this actually happened as soon as we were about to go live. I shit you not. Sketch on Twitter says, If you've been patiently awaiting for the MCC Insider Program registration to reopen, good news, the maintenance maintenance is now complete. Sign up and learn more at the link they provide. If you're not already part of the MCC Insider Program, sign up. I take it Will is about to do so right now. Will? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have stuff to do. Do I have to, uh, if I applied for the first one and I didn't get in, do I have to sign up again? No. Okay. I don't think so. I mean, you could try. I could try and see if... But I don't think you do. All right. But yeah. Will. Yeah. What do we got for some scrim recaps? Okay. Some scrims. On Monday, May 28th, Vex Gaming faced off against Online Warriors. Refer to the new teams earlier in the show. But Game 1 was Strongholds on Empire, 186, going to Online Warriors. Game 2 was Slayer on Kali, 50-47, going to Vexed. Game 3 was Strongholds on Plaza, 100-79, Online Warriors. Game 4, Slayer on the Rig, 50-39, Online Warriors. Game 5, CTF on Truth, 3-2, Online Warriors. Game 6, Slayer on Regret, 50-43, Online Warriors. Game 7, Strongholds on the Rig, 100-65, Vexed. Game 8, Slayer on Plaza, 50-33, Vexed. Game 9, Strongholds on Eden, 100-35, Vexed. Game 10 was Slayer on Truth, 50-46, Online Warriors. Game 11, Capture the Flag on Kali, 3-2, Online Warriors. With the series score being 7-4, going to Online Warriors. Vexed, not looking so good right there. Well, here's the thing. Did I include this? Okay, I did. You know who's on that Vex roster, right? Jimbo. Jimbo. 
Jimbo, what's happening? Jimbo Bob, my man. Um, Maybe the team just needs to gel a little bit. Who knows? Did you also know who's on Online Warriors? Um, is that Kimbo? Moe's and Moe's Snipe Drone. Old. Oh, no, he's... I, I'm looking at the wrong team. Yeah, Moe's and Snipe Drone, his old teammates. Yeah, that's right, isn't it? Yep. Online Warriors. Moe's, Snipe Drone, Quad, and Soap Snakey. But no, wasn't... Was infused Kimbo, Jimbo, Moe's Snipe Drone? Yeah. Are we positive? Pretty sure. Okay. I'm pretty sure. Okay. Correct us if we're wrong, but I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Please do. I mean, for all intents and purposes, 7-4. It's not that bad. It's no, one. it's not that bad. But you're right. Vex well, Gaming didn't really show up a lot. Well, here we go. They played again the very next day. What do you got for me? Vex versus Online Warriors. Game 1, Slayer on Truth. 50 to 39 online warriors. Game two, strongholds on Eden, 162 vexed. Game three, slayer on the rig, 50 to 45 online warriors. Game four, capture the flag on Kali, 3-2 vexed. Game five, slayer on regret, 50 to 47 vexed. Game six, strongholds on plaza, 181 online warriors. Game seven, slayer on plaza, 50 to 36 online warriors. Game eight, strongholds on empire, 50. Yeah, 57 to 100 vexed. Game 9, capture the flag on truth. 3 to 2 online warriors. Game 10, slayer on Kali. 50 to 41 online warriors. Game 11, strongholds on the rig. 100 to 46 vexed. With a series score of 6 to 5 going to online warriors. A lot closer. What I'm noticing from these scores. Yes. Online warriors are winning the slayer games. Vexed are winning the um, objective games. Sure. We'll see if uh, Vex can make up for ground in that area or if Online Warriors can make up ground in the objective. The other thing that I noticed is I don't know when this exact time this scrim was done, but it was on the 29th, which is the same day that those changes went out for HCS. So I'm wondering why they didn't play any oddball or any of the new maps at all in that scrim. You notice that? Um, I thought the changes went out on the 31st. No, they were out on the 29th. 29th. So we played on the 1st. Well, that doesn't matter. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'm surprised why they didn't. I don't know. But either, you know what? It doesn't even matter because what's the next one? We have Vex Gaming versus Online Warriors on Thursday. So they're at it again. Um, <laughs> This is a 15 game series. So let's get into this one. Game one was capture the flag on Kali, which was three to two online warriors. Game two was Slayer on the on Refuge, fifty to thirty nine online warriors. This is where the new maps and modes come in. This is the point I was trying to make. Gotcha. Game three strongholds on Eden, one hundred to sixty three vex. Game four Slayer on the rig, fifty to forty six online warriors. Game five capture the flag on Truth, three to two online warriors. Game six Slayer on Plaza, fifty to twenty three. Vexed. Stronghold on Empire. 191 for Online Warriors in Game 7. Oddball on Eden was Game 8 with 144 to 135 to Online Warriors. Game 9 was Strongholds on the Rig, which was 121 Online Warriors. Game 10, Slayer on Truth. 50 to 37 Online Warriors. Game 11, Capture the Flag on Refuge was 3 to 1 Vexed Gaming. Game 12, Oddball on Fisher, 
260 online warriors. Game 13 was Strongholds on Plaza, 157 vexed. Game 14, Slayer on Kali, 50 to 36 vexed. Game 15 was Oddball on Echelon, 191 to 177 online warriors. Series going 10 to 5 in favor of online warriors. So a little bit more of a whooping there than we've seen before. A little bit. Holy shit. Um, Both oddball games going to online warriors. The CTF on refuge going to Vex, though, pretty handily. Yeah, I don't know, man. Very back and forth. We'll see what happens with Vex Gaming. Yeah. See if they... I, it, and you they never know. They, they just formed. True. So they you know they may not have strats. They may just be getting comfortable with each other's voices even. So sure. we'll, see what's, we'll see what's going on. I was going to say, that that Infused roster had been around for a pretty fucking long time. Yes. So, yeah, we'll just have to wait and see. So here we go. Online Warriors again, added against Placeholder. I'm assuming they don't have a name, so they just called put Placeholder for their name. Um, This was on Friday, June 1st, same day we played. Um, Game one was Capture the Flag on Kali, 3-2 to... Online Warriors. I'm just going to start saying OW, Online Warriors. Got Overwatch. It. <laughs> <laughs> I, Wrong I'm way totally here. kidding. Wrong. Totally kidding. Go Game ahead. two was Slayer on Truth, 50 to 41 placeholder. Game three was Strongholds on Plaza, 100 to 80 OW. Game four was Slayer on Kali, 50 to 44 placeholder. Game five, Strongholds on Eden, 100 to 50 placeholder. Slayer on the Rig, 50 to 41 OW. Game seven was capture the flag on truth, going to placeholder. Um, three one was a score on that. Sorry. Game eight was Slayer on Plaza, fifty to thirty three placeholder. Game nine strongholds on Empire, hundred hundred to ninety two online warriors. Game ten was Oddball on Eden, hundred seventy four to hundred five placeholder. Game eleven was strongholds on the Rig, hundred to ninety seven placeholder. Game twelve Oddball Oddball on Fisher, two hundred to ninety one placeholder. Game 13, capture the flag on refuge, 2-1 placeholder. Game 14, oddball on echelon, 200-2 placeholder for a series score of 10-4 going to placeholders. Holy cow. Online Warriors got destroyed. What happened? Uh, I don't know. Um, 200-2 for an oddball game? That means they didn't have it at all. They were... at the end, on game 14, are you feeling pretty defeated here? Per- not playing. My God. That's terrible. Yeah, I don't know. That seems like they're not attempting. Or maybe know, they just man. got it locked down that well. Who knows? They must have because that was... Oh, that's, that's, that's something. scary. That is scary. All right. We also had Mocket Esports face off against Vex Gaming on that Friday. Here we go. Another 15-game series. Buckle up. Yeah. Strap in tight for this one. Game one, capture the flag on Kali. 3-0 Vexed. Game two, Slayer on Truth. 50-45 Mocket. Game three, Strongholds on Plaza. 100-13 Vexed. Game four, Oddball on Eden. 200-120 Vexed. Game five, Strongholds on the Rig. 100-38 Vexed. Game six was Slayer on Refuge. 50-33 Vexed. Game seven, Capture the Flag on Truth, 3-1 Vexed. Game eight, Oddball on Echelon, 200-154 Vexed. Game nine was Slayer on Plaza, 50-43 Vexed. Game ten was Strongholds on Eden, 100-38 Vexed. Game eleven, Slayer on Kali, 50-43 going to Vexed. Game twelve was Strongholds on Empire, 100-85 going to Vexed as well. 
Game 13, Capture Flag on Refuge, 3-2 Vexed. Game 14, Slayer on the Rig, 50-35 Vexed. Game 15 was Oddball on Fisher, with a final score of 200-114 to going to Vexed. Vexed takes that series 14-1. to Mocket wanted to have some fun, too. They wanted to get on these scrims as well. Turns out that wasn't the smartest decision. Holy shit. Have you ever um, seen the movie The Longest Yard? Yes. You know how they talk about the guards playing the prisoners as like a warm-up game? Yeah. Maybe that's what like Vex was doing here. They needed to warm up. But the up. prisoners won. Well, that's in, in that movie. I yeah, was just that was using the comeback. I was story. just using the 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 scenario for reference here. Who was oh, fuck? Who was the coach in that game? I mean, that movie. Uh, the prisoners' coach. Um, um, so it, it wasn't the Rock, was it? No, it was like Billy Joe Thornton or something like that. No, Billy no, Bell. that's Chris bad Rock. news. Bears. Chris, wait, Chris Rock was like one of the the equipment guys. Yeah, like, I was going to say who's the who is the coach though. Like, it's right there, isn't it? Yeah, like the older guy. It's not Adam. Adam Sandler is the quarterback. Yeah. Fuck. It's Billy Bob Thornton. I thought he was the coach of Bad News Bears. You know, we have the internet at the at our fingertips I was gonna say, we're, I want to know. I will not continue until I know who the fucking quarterback... I mean, that the quarterback, the coach of that team is. If it's Billy Bob Thornton, I'll shut the fuck up. Part of me doesn't think it is, though. I could be completely wrong, though. Who is it? Burt Reynolds. It was Burt Reynolds? Burt Reynolds. No shit. Kind of the same look, the grizzly yeah. look. With no, the... I, I believe it. Yeah. Okay, Burt cool. Burt Reynolds. We can move on now. All right, thank you. No problem. What's the next screw we got? Oh, okay, for the record, you didn't say this at the beginning, but those were all European. Those were all the European scrims that yes, happened. Yes, yes. So now, what do you got, Will? So from North America, we have one major scrim that took place. It was this, a good one. This is interesting. Yes. Tox versus reciprocity. The rec pack is taken on Tox. So here we go. The new rec pack. Yeah. Yep. Game one, capture the flag on Kali. 3-1 Tox. Game two, Slayer on the rig. 50-41 to 41, Tox. Game three was strongholds on Plaza. 100-89 reciprocity. Game four, capture the flag on refuge. Was 1-0 Tox. Must have been a very back and forth game. Yeah. If that was one nothing and it went to time. Yep. Game five, Slayer on Truth, 50 to 41 Tox. Game six, Slayer on Plaza, 50 to 46 Tox. Game seven, Strongholds on the Rig, 112 Tox. Game eight, Slayer on Kali, 50 to 48 Reciprocity. Game nine was Strongholds on Empire, 138 Tox. Game 10 was Capture the Flag on Truth, 3 to 2 Tox. Game 11, Slayer on Refuge, 50-44 Reciprocity. Game 12, Strongholds on Eden, 100-89 Reciprocity. Game 13, Oddball on Fisher, 125-103 Reciprocity. Game 14, Oddball on Esalon, Eshelon, 161-65 Reciprocity. Game 15, Oddball on Eden, 176-93 Reciprocity for a series score of 8-7 going to Tox. Fucking close. Very close. And Reciprocity won all three Oddball games pretty convincingly except the first one. And They they won the last five games. Not only that, but the Slayer on Refuge as well. So those new maps causing a little bit of a shakeup maybe? 
We'll see. Because if you think about it, Saiyan and Trippy are on that reciprocity squad. They've been around for a while now, but they're technically the younger ones next to... It's those two and Frosty, right? The three young guns out of every other player on those respective teams. So maybe that just helps them with the newer maps. Who knows? Maybe they just haven't practiced on the newer maps talks-wise. We don't know. I mean, it's still early, but um, online play is starting this month, so these teams better be getting as much practicing as they can if they want to get good at these maps. 100%. And as I think it was Moses who tweeted out, shout out to you, um, he made a good point that hopefully all these teams are streaming their scrims because I would love to see how they actually maneuver around these maps. Well, we know we're not going to see anything from Splice. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Anyway. I mean, their 2v2s worked for them, so I don't see them changing anything. But it'd be really cool if they just pop on every now and again. You never know. Anyway, that's going to do it for scrims for the week. Um, yeah. We would have Europa Halo stuff, but battle.halodatahive.com is officially shut down. Yes. So that's very unfortunate to see. Um... I just wish people would abide by rules and we're nice to one another and we wouldn't have these issues. And that's not any ill will towards like Halo Data Hive or anything like that. He was doing his job and he he's, does an amazing job regardless and so does Europa Halo. I'm talking about competitors specifically. Um, should we get into some tournament recaps, Will? Let's do it. Let's do it up. First up, the European, not to be confused with Europa Halo, But the European Halo League had a new settings online cup that was, the registrations were open for it, but apparently that is no longer going to happen. And I quote, As said here, no tournaments will be held in June. Polls were tweeted and 50 plus people asked for a tournament each time. And then when it comes to signing up, there's little to no interest. Even enough time is given to sign up and still nothing. Therefore, this page is on hold until July. So there was supposed to be a tournament that was going to be taking place soon. It is no longer going to be taking place. So that's very unfortunate to see. Next up, we had some game battles free-for-all tournaments take place. One on May 29th, one on May 30th, and then one today, as a matter of fact, um, June 4th. We don't have any results to talk about because apparently they don't include the actual brackets within the links that we're going to provide, which is fucking weird. But... Know that there were tournaments that took place in free-for-all, and if you're any at all interested, um, stay tuned to Game Battles because there's going to be more, I imagine. Next up, we have the Microsoft Store Halo Summer Series 2v2 tournaments, which took place at every single Microsoft Store around the country. Um, I am not going to be going through each and every one of them because you thought those scrim results were long. Holy shit. I did not realize how many Microsoft Stores there were until I scrolled through the amount of links. So... You can go ahead and uh, I'll include a link in the show notes. You can go ahead and check them out. Scroll to the bottom of the page and you'll see all of these 2v2 tournaments that took place. Um, you can check out who won, so on and so forth, who was included. So yeah, there's a lot. And I mean a lot. And then there's also going to be free-for-all tournaments and there's going to be 4v4 tournaments as well within the Microsoft stores. So if you weren't able to participate in the 2v2 tournaments and you want to participate in the free-for-alls and or the 4v4s, Links to register will be included as well. Go ahead and check it out. Support your local area. Support Halo. Always a good thing. 
Next up, we had UGC and a Halo 5 $150 2v2 tournament. Results are as follows. First place went to Heart of the Cards featuring Spartan and Falcated, with second place going to Chamb04, consisting of Bacon Blade and Ryanoob. Bracket will be included in the show notes. Next up, we have the Female Pro League Community FPL Halo 5 4v4 tournament results. First place going to Thick Johns. If you don't recall, they won the last tournament as well. This consisted of Queen, Divine Damsel, Monza, and Crandipus. And second place went to In Control Gaming, consisting of Allison, Janelle, Pinkerbell, and Pink Hens Hertz. I'm so sorry if I butchered that name. Bracket and V and uh, actually the VOD will be included in the show notes. And then also a little bit more information about these uh, female pro league tournaments going on. So first and foremost, Hoaxer. If you don't know who Hoaxer is, he used to be the Halo coach for the Team Envious roster before Envy went away. Um, he casted that female pro league tournament. Ooh. As a matter of fact, yep. Him and... Um, shit. Somebody else as well. I'm totally blanking out on his name. Was it Nighty Night? Fuck. I apologize if I forgot. But either way, Hoaxer casted. Pretty fucking cool to see that happen. Go check out that VOD. You can see him casting. Um, and then also a couple tweets from FEMA Pro League on Twitter. And I quote, Keep it up. Results are showing. We're noticing a slight increase in participation for female gamers in the community and the games we're doing operations in. Also, the all-gender tournaments have been positive without any negative vibes with male and female winners. Which is fucking cool. And the other tweet is, and I quote, Great news, we had 1,186 unique viewers tune in to the Halo Community Tournament. Also remained front page of the Halo game the entire time. Great to see them getting more traction. And also I heard that they paid out damn near instantly as well. Female Pro League doing God's work. Good job to you. You guys are incredible. Next up, we have some Europa Halo information to talk about. So the final season standings are as follows. This is a before the championship bracket play and before the Onyx bracket play. Okay. Division one winners are Mocket Esports. Division one runners up are Aerox. Division two A winners are Team Viral and Division two B winners are Team Zero. So the championship bracket is going to consist as follows. These matches have yet to take place. We have Team Quantum going up against Furiosity and the winner will move on to face Mocket. Because again, Mocket won Division 1, right? Next will be Old Mates versus Revive Black, then Invalid Red versus Revive Nation, then Team Zero versus Invalid White, who the winners will go on to face Aerox because they were the runners up in the champ bracket. I mean, in uh, Division 1. Then we have Team Viral going up against Casualty, and Skit Light versus Frags and Drag. That's in the Championship bracket, or the Champions bracket. Then we have the Onyx bracket. And it's going to be Tiny Turves Toy Boys versus a team that's to be determined. Then we have the New Beginning versus Cosconia. Scars Esports versus a team to be determined. And then we have another team to be determined versus another team to be determined. So they're still looking for other teams to participate in the Onyx bracket. So if you're any at all interested, tweet out to Europa Halo if you're in that area. And uh, maybe see if you can get included in there. Which would be pretty fucking cool. Win some monies. And of course, when these matches take place, we'll be covering them, as always. And uh, hopefully we'll have some VODs as well. Yeah, it's going to be a good time overall. See who wins that bracket. 
see if Maka can continue that train. And then another big announcement that we have to say here is that we are now, um, what, an official sponsor? Is that what we're going to say? Yeah. Yeah? Official sponsor. Official sponsor of Europa Halo Champions League. The bracket. The, the bracket. The final bracket. Yeah. Brought to you by HCS Pro Talk. Yeah. God, I sucked at saying that. That's Holy right. shit. We'll work on it. We will. So, Europa Halo, thank you so much. Yeah. We just wanted to cover the games. And thank you for making it official. That's fucking awesome. And for the record, nobody's being paid anything. We weren't coerced into doing anything like this. We just decided to include it in our show. Europa Halo reached out to us and, and asked us. So, fuck yeah. Thank you so much, man. Greatly appreciated. You guys are doing great work as well. Great to see it. And uh, yeah, I'm at fucking, I'm stoked to talk about those games that are going to be coming up in that bracket. It's going to be some good shit going on. Okay. Next up, we had some pro battle league information. And then also, I guess we can say this right now too. We, um, how you explain it. We're the same thing for Europa Halo as we are for pro battle league. So we're sponsoring their finals bracket. Well, we're, we're right? okay. What this? How the fuck am I going to explain this? We we are the official people bringing bringing the recaps for Pro Battle League. Oh, I see. I see what you're saying. Yes, that is what we are. So we are your official news outlet for Pro Battle League. Yes. Yeah. There you go. Perfect. So Pro Battle League. Sorry, that was such a mess. You know, I'm fucking terrible at it. PBL Halo. Thank you so much for allowing us to do this as well. Again, all we wanted to do was just cover the games. Thank you for making it official. You're fucking amazing. You guys do great work as well. I can't say it enough. I seriously can't say it enough. Like, my God. So let's get into see the, some of these match recaps as well. First up, we have the Chicago United going up against the Columbus Origin. Columbus Origin forfeit that matchup. We already talked about last week how Columbus was going to be forfeiting some games. It looks like this was another one of those. Not much to talk about there. Then we have the Houston Vipers going up against the Dallas Stampede. Game one was capture the flag and Coliseum three to two going to Houston. Game two Slayer on the rig fifty to forty three to Houston. Game three was strongholds on Eden one hundred to ninety two to Houston. Series score three to nothing Houston. Taking it down. Taking it down. The games were close though. Do you yes. see that? That's very close. So Dallas, we're not going to count your asses out yet. You just got to bring a little bit more of that heat. That fire. All right. Moving on. LA Legion went up against the San Jose Edge. Series score 3-0 to zero LA. We'll be getting those games to hopefully talk about it later. I don't have them right now. Moving on. Philadelphia Forge versus the Atlanta Zenith. This was a big one. Okay. Game one, capture the flag on Coliseum. 3-1 Atlanta. It's game two, Slayer on the Rig. 50-35 Philadelphia. Game three was Strongholds on Eden, 195 Atlanta. Game four, Capture the Flag on Refuge, the new one. Three to, tier, three to two, Philadelphia. And game five was Slayer on Plaza, 50 to 47, Philadelphia, with a series score, three to two, Philadelphia. So, realistically, everything but game one and game two. So, games three, four, and five were very close. And then the other two were just back and forth. So, I mean, that, that series was crazy. There's uh, there's We have the stats. We also have a VOD that you can take a look at as well. Great series. Highly recommend going and taking a look at it. Then we had Wisconsin Fury going up, going up against the St. Louis Sentinels. 
and I'm guaranteed if you've been following how Wisconsin's been doing, you already know how this is going to happen. Game one, capture the flag on truth, three to two Wisconsin. Although close. That was a close one. Game two, Slayer on the rig, 50 to 46 Wisconsin. Very close again. Game three, Strongholds on Empire, 193 Wisconsin. So it's a, it's 3-0 Wisconsin. But. However, that could have went either way. Yep, clearly. And we actually do have the updated standings now that we're going to talk about. I didn't include him in the show because he just tweeted at us. Okay. Awesome. But you're going to see what Wisconsin's up to. Okay. Next up was the New York Titans versus the Carolina Riptide. Game one was capture the flag on Coliseum. Two to nothing, New York. Game two, Slayer on the rig, 50 to 29, New York. And game three, Strongholds on Eden, 100 to 49, New York. Convincing 3-0 by them. That's great to see. I feel like we haven't been talking about New York very often. Kind of sneaking in there. Yeah. So good job to you guys taking that series 3-0 in a very convincing fashion. And last but not least, we have the Dallas Stampede going up against the Denver Rangers. Game one, capture the flag on Coliseum, 3-2 Dallas. Close game. Very close. Even closer, game two, Slayer on the rig, 50-49 to going to Denver. That must have been a nail-biter. One kill. One kill. Whew. Game three, Strongholds on Eden, 100-54 Dallas. Not so close Not anymore. So close. Game four, CTF on Refuge, 2-1 to one, Dallas. So coming down to time. It feels like it. With these, with these new CTF rules, it feels like it's coming down to time almost every time. That's something we're going to have to pay attention to over the coming weeks. Especially when Pro League officially starts back up. Like the HCS Yeah, the HCS season, yeah. When that actually starts up, we'll have to see if those refuge games go down to time for CTF. Wow. Wow. (laughs) Series score 3-1 Dallas. Okay. So, now that we actually have the official... um, Will, I'm sorry. Do you mind if I just read this? Go ahead. Go right at it. So, in the Eastern Conference, Atlanta Zenith has five wins and one loss. Philadelphia Forge has four wins and two losses. The New York Titans has three wins and three losses. That's why we haven't talked about them very much, because they're half and half. And the Carolina Riptide, big old goose egg, zero wins and six losses. In the Southern Conference, we have the Houston Vipers, six wins, zero losses. Dallas Stampede, 3-3. Three and three. Denver Rangers, 2 wins, 4 losses. And the Austin Royals, 1 win and 5 losses. So, Houston Vipers, doing work. Northern Conference, as expected. Wisconsin Fury, 6-0. Is that Seattle? Yeah, Seattle Sentinels, 4 wins, 2 losses. Sometimes I forget, you know. Chicago United, two wins, four losses. And the Colorado Origin, zero wins, six losses. It feels like there's a clear disconnect between the top fucking teams and just the straight bottom teams. Clearly. We have six O's and and 6s Ugh. It'd be cool if they were closer, but what are you going to do? Last but not least, we have the Western Conference. LA Legion, again, not surprisingly, six wins, zero losses. San Jose Edge, four wins, two losses. Seattle Striker, two wins, four losses. 
And excuse me. Wait. Fuck. What's PDX? We did this last week. The Tempest. Portland. Portland. Portland Tempest. Zero wins. Six losses. Those are your currently updated standings. We'll include a link. You can check them out yourself as well. But uh, that's that. Next up, we have some Pro Battle League news coming straight from the source at PBL Halo. And I quote, Philly beating Atlanta set up the possibility for there to be a three-way tie in the Eastern Conference. However, Atlanta took care of business with New York and Carolina and ended up with only one loss on the season. That meant they were Eastern Conference champs, but Philly's performance put, this as a t- put them as the top-seeded qualification team. St. Louis hung tough with Wisconsin, and we put them as second seeds. The Dallas versus Denver uh, match uh, created a shakeup at the three, four, and five seedings. What the fuck? I don't want to update my surface. Get out of here. We felt Dallas is showing some great teamwork, and it bumped them into the much better three seed spot. They are playing the San Jose Edge, who have been seen before in interconference action, but San Jose seems to get better every time we see them. Maybe the best yet most confusing matchup in the first round of the qualification bracket is New York versus Denver. New York continues to have a lot of turmoil on their roster. It is hard to say how they will play. Denver no-showed against Houston simply because no one was paying attention to when they were playing. Oh no. That's sad. Very late in the Dallas versus Denver match, we got a message in the Twitch chat from Dallas captain Justin Prove that just made Kratos rage quit. Trying to see what is going on there, I haven't heard from Denver Captain Wiley yet. And we have an update, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, no. This came directly from PBL Halo at 5.07 p.m., which was an hour ago. Response from Wiley about Kratos quitting. And I quote, Kratos did quit the game, but the outcome was already determined. He left with only 20 seconds to go. It does seem like it was in response to a play against him that he didn't like, but but he was also leaving because of another match he needed to play. So there you go. Okay. Chicago United and Seattle Striker both struggled during the whole regular season, as we talked about. Teams just need to win their first round match to get into the North American Championship. Teams get seeded into the North American Championship based on where they finish in the qualification bracket. The winner of the qualification bracket gets the number five seed and plays LA in the North American Championship first round. LA looks vulnerable, so teams will be motivated to win qualification. There you have it. Now, the question is, is Wisconsin going to be able to continue what they're being able to do? It's going to be interesting to see when these uh, 6-0 teams all face off against each other. That's what I'm excited for. Yeah. It, it, it separate the best from the rest. There really. Because maybe maybe they're just that good in their conference, but when they do branch out to the other ones, it's like, oh, shit. We'll see. We shall see. But it looks like that's going to do it for uh, the pro... Battle League. Will. Yeah. We actually have a little bit of a segment to talk about here. Okay, just a little bit. Okay. Is as you talked about last time, next week is E3. Well, this weekend, right? Yes. Which means we might have a little bit of a Halo announcement. Well, I'm hoping. My prediction from the very get-go has been there will be a Halo 6 announcement at E3 this year. The game will release in fall of 2019. That is my wholehearted, concrete, has-to-be-100% real thing that's going to happen. 
Because if it doesn't, what the fuck are they even doing? I'm I'm hoping for a a, a spring release in, in what, 2019. Okay, that's when Halo Two came out. Okay. I remember going to that opening. Okay, I I was it was after school. Yeah, like summer was just starting. Halo was getting into the hands of the consumers, and it was perfect. You could play Halo all summer long. That, that would be pretty fucking cool. Coming it, from someone who didn't play Halo, I was there with friends who were deeply in sure in Halo. So, um, you know what else too? What's that? Maybe it'd be a smarter decision to not release it in the fall, like you said, the spring, because that way they wouldn't have to compete. With the other big name titles and big multiplayer shooters that come out like COD and whatnot. Yeah. Because let's be real here. Everybody knows it. Halo is not dead, but it's not where it used to be. Okay? So if they try to compete with Call of Duty, with Battlefield, with whatever the fuck comes out, they're not going to be able to. It's still probably going to sell well. Usually always does. But it's just not going to be at that caliber that it was before. I want it to be, but I'm just realistic. Right? I think Halo needs something that changes the game. Like a Battle Royale mode. No. <laughs> Battle Royales have their place. I don't feel it's in Halo 6. Absolutely not. Please no. Absolutely not. I do not want this. I'm not a Battle Royale fan. Everybody's loving Fortnite, PUBG, Radical Heights, maybe, not really. I'm not a I'm not a battle royale guy. And the rumor is that Gears is gonna have a battle royale mode. We already know COD is. We don't need to sprinkle that shit into my Halo. I'm good. With all these other shooting games jumping on board though, do you think Halo will try to? Eh. I'm gonna say no. I'm not gonna bet on it. I wouldn't either. But I'm going to say no. I feel like it's almost a 50-50 shot. My heart says no. What if it's like, what if they take the Fortnite route and it's re- not released with Halo 6, but they do come out with a Halo Battle Royale? So Dom and I talked about this a little bit. And he said, like, what if Halo went into a free-to-play model like Fortnite does and whatnot. Well, he said, what if what if they do have um, like a battle pass? Like what if Halo 6 had a battle pass, right? Okay. And I'm like, the only way that would work is if Halo 6 was a free-to-play game. There's yeah. no way in fucking hell am I b- spending $250 on a collector's edition of a game because that's what it's going to be. And then buy a $20 or like $10, $15, $20 battle pass and then buy levels with it. No. Fuck that. Are you kidding me? It would have to be a free-to-play game if they went that route. And even then, I don't want it to be a free-to-play game. No. It just doesn't seem right. I just want to earn cosmetics the just the pure gameplay way. Grinding it out. Yep, that's all I want. That's all I want to do. So, just the fact that that's not... I don't want it to happen. I really don't. And the other thing is, like you said, if all these other people are trying to do it, do you think they do it as well? Fortnite Battle Royale came out at the perfect time. Okay? And I mean the perfect time. And not only that, but they now have, with how many people they have working on it, it's Epic Games. 
right? They made the own their own engine. They licensed that engine out. They make boatloads of money off Fortnite. They make boatloads of money off other other products. They have the manpower in order to constantly patch, add new things, make it so the community likes it more, so on and so forth. They can constantly do this. Our Twitter's blowing up right now. That's why you keep looking at my phone. Okay. I'm getting it too. Okay. Um, so, so on and so forth. I don't think Halo needs a Battle Royale mode. I really, honest to God, don't. If they do it, if they do it, the only reason why they're doing it is because the rest of the competition is too. They're, and if they did do it, they would need something totally fresh. Because when, when Fortnite did it and they included those building mechanics, right? Nothing else was like that. Yes, that's what set it apart. Exactly. And that's why there's so much variation to that game. You Every gunfight's going to be different. With PUBG, the variation is what weapon does that person have versus what armor that ver- that person has, right? How much damage am I going to be doing at what range? Yep. With Fortnite, the bases that you build, the types of material that you use, the, the weapons that you have, that if you have a jetpack, blah, 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 blah. There's so many different things that make that game so unique and make it so everybody has a different experience every single time they load in. I don't think Halo can do that. I just simply don't think they can. Not even if they include picking up Spartan abilities and different loaded out weapons. You could. In This is what I'm hoping. If, if they do decide to go the BR route. Go for it. It has to be separate than from Halo 6. Okay. Halo 6 is its own game, just like Halo 5. It has its campaign. It's multiplayer. But is it is it accept, is it accessible within the same launcher? Or does the Battle Royale mode have a separate launcher entirely? Why not just have it have a separate launcher? Be it well, a Fortnite completely... Doesn't. That's what I'm saying. Sure, it doesn't have to be. Would it make it more or less confusing? Continue with what you're saying. Forget what I'm talking about. I'm just about. saying, just have it be its own separate thing from the base game. Okay. Don't have it include the same unlockables that are used interchangeably. Sure. So separate unlocks, separate, separate unlocks, separate everything. And okay. then you could have it be a free to play with a battle pass sure. that might draw more people in that way. I can. Yeah. Yeah. If they're going to do it, not. if they're going to do it, I, I don't see the Halo community wanting it. As Do much. you want it? Personally. Personally, I'd try it. I'd play it, but I don't need it. It's, I, it's not going to It's not gonna be value added to me if they do add it. Like, it's just going to be something that's there. You know what? That's... So... I bought PUBG before it fully released. Mm-hmm. Okay? I downloaded Fortnite Battle Royale pretty recently after it came out. I've played both. I don't care for either one. I think it would be the same exact thing for for a Halo Battle Royale. I would download it. I'd play maybe five matches total. Okay? And I'd be like, nope, had my fill. I'm done. Now, and this is saying, this is coming from somebody who is a huge fucking Halo fan, right? The fact that I'm not even interested if they did it, and I'm interested in everything Halo related. And I'm just not... It just doesn't get me excited. I don't want them to have to conform to what everybody else is doing. I want them to do something new. And and I get that it's the hotness right now. 
I get that it's what everybody wants, which is awesome, which is fine. I mean, fuck it. I'm happy that Fortnite has the successes it has. It's awesome. I just don't feel like we need it. But I could be totally wrong. They could release a Halo 6 or a Halo Battle Royale type thing. It could be the fucking best thing in the world. I have no idea. And I'm not going to speculate. I have no idea what it would include. The, the Spartan Abilities thing, I can see that being an addition. I'm afraid it would break the... I'm afraid it would do the same thing that it did to Reach. Where it would break the skill gap in a sense. Where one armor ability is o- way overpowered versus another. Sure, but you could patch that. You could change it. It doesn't sure. have to be the same. But the way Halo patched it was they removed it. Right. So, I don't know. And again, this is pure speculation. I have no fucking idea what's going to happen at E3. Um, what do you want to see at E3? A- aside from the Battle Royale thing we're talking about, what do you want to see at E3 First, Halo-related. So at the Microsoft conference. So this is why, like, I honestly want to play through Halo 5 before E3. I don't know if it's going to happen because we're going to get story information. On, if I haven't played, I'm going to be like, I have no fucking idea what's going on. Oh, but the only the only story information you would get is probably a teaser. Yes. And it won't, like, I don't think it's going to mean anything if, if they do when they do show something. Sure. So I'm. You'll see a teaser trailer. You'll see maybe some online like play. Maybe not much. I don't know. I don't. I don't know what to expect. I'm going into it with an open mind, and what sure. they give me, they give me. I don't want to go in with the expectations, and then the those expectations be ruined. I just want to see what I see. Here are my expectations. Okay. Okay. And I don't think they're going to be ruined because they're so basic. All right. Teaser trailer, less than a minute, showing that it's an actual fucking thing, like they've already said it is, and that's where they'll leave it, okay? A multiplayer beta will be announced, and it will come out this fall, okay? Yep. Multiplayer beta this fall. I said the game would come out fall 2019, but I like your thought on spring. So, multiplayer beta this fall, 2018, then you have the full release in spring 2019. Okay? That's what... There you go. That's my prediction of what's going to happen. Okay. And, yeah. I think there will just be a teaser trailer at E3 this year, though. I want there to be more. Oh, God, I want there to be more. But that's what I think it's going to be. Do you think it's Halo 6? Yes, I do. I think it'll be Halo 6. You don't think it'll be another spinoff? I don't. don't, It has to be 6. I'm hoping not, but... Yeah. Do you think they say anything about MCC? No. Because Because the flight testing is still going on? Sure. And everyone's under, uh, um, what, NDA? Yeah. So for the test flights, yeah, through the test flights. So I'm assuming that they they're not going to show anything because they're still testing those those things. Okay. Here's my ballsy prediction. Oh, boy. Okay. 
Here's a hot take from JK Fire. Um, again, this will probably not happen, but here's my hot take. When, after they talk about Halo 5, okay, after, I mean, not, not Halo 5, after they talk about the teaser for 6, they show the teaser, they come out, and they say, yup, we're super excited, we have everybody working on this, this is super awesome, we can't wait to show you more. In the meantime, we're excited to announce that after we finish fixing MCC or whatever the fuck, like, PR way they speak it, It'll be on Games Pass, which will also make it a Play Anywhere title, which means it's going to be on PC. MCC. Sure. Then, once that's done, because that'll be the summer, well, later on this summer is when I think they said the patching will be done. They it's, they said that it should be. This summer releases on PC, because it's going to be on Xbox Game Pass, it'll be a Play Anywhere game, to get people excited for Halo 6, which will also be on Games Pass which will also be a Play Anywhere title, which will also be on PC. That's what I'm going to say. Now, people are asking for Reach to be included in MCC. Reach is a garbage game. You're wrong. Move on. <laughs> Some people like it. People like what they like, man. Do I want it in MCC? Yes. Sure. Why not? Because that way they'll all be there. Yeah. Every single one. So, yes, I believe that Halo Reach should be included in MCC. And I think that'd be a cool little little sprinkling there that they could give at the end too. Um, but yeah. Anything else you're excited about for E3 specifically? Not even Halo related? We're going to end the show exci- here soon. I'm excited for the event, man. Just all, Me too. All the info coming at us, all the uh, production, all of the, uh, the presentations. It's going to be great. It's going to be fucking great. Do you mind if I pimp myself out for a sec? Uh, go ahead. Are you okay with that? Yeah, why not? Well, okay. we do have a plug section. Okay, I'll leave it there. Okay. I'll leave it there. All right. So no more no more E3 speak? I'm good on E3. Okay. We have our predictions out there. Let us know what your predictions are. Yeah. What do you think about all this? What do you think is going to happen? What are you excited for for E3? It doesn't even have to be Halo related. Do you want Sunset Overdrive 2? I want Sunset Overdrive 2. Hey, did you play the first one? No. Oh my fucking God, dude missing out criminally underrated it's so good and i'm not even saying that because it's made by insomniac games but it's it's seriously so fucking imaginative and it it's so good highly recommend it okay let's get into some shout outs first and foremost we already talked about you at the beginning of the show but we're going to talk about you again god damn it everyone who came out for the first ever hts pro talk community play date and the players thank you guys so much for joining us if you haven't already, add the following gamer tags to your friends list. Scud Puddle, Woo Pockets, Gary Bay 12, Daniel Daybreak. Say Sen- it. Senekai Slay. Bad, Big Bad, Basehead, and Mr. Alpha. We'll include how you pronounce them in the show notes. Add them up as friends. Play some Halo with them. They're great people. And then... Just a sh- this can be a lot, but just a shout out to Europa Halo, Pro Battle League, Female Pro League, UGC, Game Battles, HCS, MLG, Microsoft 343, and any other tournament organizers who are taking their own time to create outlets for Halo players to compete from around the world. Links to everybody's Twitters will be included in the show notes. You guys are doing amazing work, seriously. And it gives us more stuff to talk about, which is always a good thing. So yeah, 
Will, what do we got for some community creations? Looks like uh, this one's titled Doom, but Halo? Question mark. It was the link that you emailed to the email. That's where that went. Yeah. I added it in there. Don't you worry. Well, thank you. I got you, bro. But yeah, it was a um, nice little visual there of uh, someone putting the uh, the chief helmet on and a little AR action. Looks like possible VR. Well, apparently it was like the introduction of the new Doom. But Halo related. But Halo. Yeah. So go check it out. It was pretty cool. It is pretty fucking cool. Also, we have been Meme Monday on Reddit as always. Yes. But from the post over on Meme Monday, and I quote, For those who actually check this thread, this could possibly be the final Meme Monday for a while, depending upon what happens at E3. For those of you who actually read this, y'all got two memes this week. Also, no Meme Monday for next week as it is E3. Depending upon what the moderation team decides on, we'll release our plans moving forward with the event. Not me Monday! So in other words, get your fucking memes in. Go, 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 go! Well, it's already going to be Tuesday. It's a little too late. Uh... Hey, no harm. Make make up those memes and save them. Yes. Do it up. Will. Yeah. Plug the show. You can find us on your favorite podcast services. Just search for HCS Pro Talk on iTunes. Leave us a review and let others know about the show. You can also find us on Google Play, Stitcher, and others, but still no Spotify. You can join our Spartan company at uh, HaloWaypoint.com. Search HCS Pro Talk. We'll include the link as well. You can find us on Twitter at HCS Pro Talk, our most uh, prevalent social media. We're on there all the time. <laughs> Like nonstop all day. Yep, it really it's, is. It's crazy. Yep. Um, Instagram at HGS Pro Talk, Facebook.com slash HGS Pro Talk. I've been trying to send updates. However, they keep wanting me to spend money to boost my posts, and that's getting really annoying. <laughs> <laughs> YouTube.com slash HGS Pro Talk. Which doesn't we, work yet. We're getting there. Yep. Something's happening with the with the link. I'll figure it out. Twitch.tv slash HGS Pro Talk. And for E3, we're going to plug Mr. JK Fire here, twitch.tv slash JK Fire. He's going to be doing an E3 show all week, yes. pre and post shows. For each conference. For each conference. Yep. I may be at some of them. You will be at most of them. Yay. Not some of them. You'll be at most of them. <laughs> um, other guests as well. Yep. It's a good time. We did it last year. Yep. We really enjoyed it. It was a great. That's what out. I live for every year. Check it out. There's also um, where the podcast is hosted on jkfire.org i believe he does updates as well on i'll do e3. full recaps of every press conference there you go if you're looking for e3 information go to jkfire.org twitch.tv slash jkfire thanks for the plug man yeah it's fucking on, great on the next episode we'll have our e3 recap on what we've seen hopefully some good halo shit yes please <laughs> we need it man yes <laughs> we please. need it they can't they can't keep fucking doing this. They have to show it. It is do or die time. It's either they show it or everybody who said Halo is dead is going to be closer and closer to being right. They need to show it now. That's do you leave it? I'll, I'll uh, a thinker that I was uh, that came into my head during the show. Sure. Do you think all these MMR and CMR, whatever CSR, CSR yep. updates are for Halo 6 and they're making sure they work in Halo 5 first. I don't see why not. I think considering it's been so long. Yeah, why yeah. like my mind went why make all these changes now? 
And I'm hoping it's just their preemptive strike for Halo 6. I fucking hope so, dude. Mm. I really, really hope so. And I want Halo 6 to be just so good. So, so good. I want people to come back. I want it to thrive. Like, really, I want every game to thrive. But considering my passion is Halo, I, like, oh, man. It'd be so nice to just have a game where no matter what, I always have friends playing it. Back in the Halo 2, Halo 3 days, right? Halo Reach when it originally came out. There were always times where friends were online, always ready to play. And now, I mean, we're, we're, we're getting a lot more friends now from this show, which is fucking awesome. And hell yeah, I'll play more with you guys. It sounds like a great idea. It's just, it's just tough. So I'm hoping that Halo 6 brings everybody back and we all just have a great time together. Be fucking cool. Um, one thing I wanted to add before we close it out. So yes, we are on iTunes, but Apple had a keynote today that talked about their upcoming iOS 12, uh, watchOS 5, macOS, uh, I forgot the name of it already, but who gives a shit? The fact of the matter is, if you have an Apple Watch with watchOS 5, Apple Podcasts is coming natively to Apple Watch. So you can listen to HCS Pro Talk from your Apple Watch. How great is that? It sounds fucking great to me. I don't have an Apple Watch. I don't care. But just thought I'd throw that out there in case any of you guys are actually interested. Because I thought that was actually kind of cool. And actually, what's really fucking cool is that finally, Apple's going to be supporting third-party navigational apps through Apple CarPlay. Which means I can actually use Google Maps again in my fucking car. Not that I couldn't before, but it'll actually be on the screen this time, which is greatly fucking appreciated. Okay, I'm rambling. Should we close out the show? Let's uh, let's, let's wrap it up. Ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for episode 23 of HCS Pro Talk. We want to thank you very much for listening, as always. We'll be back next week. And uh, we need to figure out when we're going to record, because we have tons of press conferences going on that Monday. Um, but don't worry, we're still going to have the show out for you at the normal time of Tuesday. So you don't need to worry about it. The, sh- the episode's going to be there. It's going to be hype as fuck. I'm super excited. But yeah, that's it. Thank you guys. Thanks again for listening. We'll be back next week. Love you all. See you then. But until then, bye bye